1: Not only do you upgrade to FAIR, you're also joining a reliable network you can trust to have your back. No hidden requirements, no activation fees. Now that's FAIR. Learn more at uscellular.com.
2: Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, Editor-at-Large of Recode. You may know me as the creator of the only exercise program you can do in your web browser, Tabs of Steel. But in my spare time, I talk tech and you're listening to Recode Decode from the Vox Media Podcast Network. Today in the red chair is Mindy Grossman, the CEO of WW International. No, that's not wrestling. You might know it by its old name, Weight Watchers. I wanted to have her on in the podcast because the company's in the middle of some really interesting trends around health and wellness and sort of the transformation tech brings. And I've known Mindy for a while when she used to be at HSN and some other things. Mindy, welcome to Recode Decode. Thank
3: you. Great to be here.
2: So last we talked, you were at HSN. I, let's give people your background because you've been around the block. Like, I don't mean to I've been around the, <laughs> lots of blocks. So can, can you give me some, let's give people uh, where sure. you come from.
3: So I spent almost 40 years between retail, uh, fashion, sport, digital, mm-hmm. um, Worked for Tommy Hilfiger, Worked for Ralph right. Lauren for 10 years, right. Nike for six years, running their global apparel business. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're a then, retail
2: person, right.
3: And then transitioned, worked for Barry Diller for two years at IAC, running IAC Retail. And then in 2008, took the company public as HSN Inc., mm-hmm. um, which ran HSN, the... Uh, television and digital shopping, as well as an entire catalog portfolio. So right. all direct to consumer.
2: Talk about that experience of going from one to the other, because you were in traditional retail. A lot of people are, there's a lot of executives in traditional retail that m- didn't make that leap, essentially.
3: You know, it's interesting. I was really never in the traditional retail side. Mm-hmm. I was always on the brand side right. into retail. And then at HSNI, again, all in direct retail. So, you know, I think that so many people thought that if I did something next, it would be in retail or it would be in fashion. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I didn't want to do. Right. And so I started the last two years, I was at HSNI speaking around the world on how this idea of the brands of the future need to take technology plus meaning and help people lead better, more fulfilled, connected lives, which took me very much into the health and wellness arena and I became very consumed with the thought that there's a lot of not just let's call it financial opportunity there, uh-huh. but there's a lot of human opportunity. Right. And then when I really saw the opportunity with now WW Becoming more than just the best weight platform in the world, but the idea to be able to build an ecosystem to help people lead right. better, connected lives.
2: Before we get there, I want you to talk about your experience at, at HSN because it was a pioneering. I remember meeting Barry when he bought it. I mean, uh, talking to him about it, talking, meeting with him. Um, how did you look at that experience? Like it did, it was techno. It was a, it was sort of a bridge technology. Yeah, it was
3: interesting when I left Nike to go join that business, which mm-hmm. was struggling at the time. Mm-hmm. I think people thought I. Had a midlife crisis or something, right? Um, but what I really saw was a platform, a content platform mm-hmm. that could be I a po- powerful storytelling platform for brands and for businesses in a world that was becoming more and more distribution captive. Right. But so was...
2: explain what that means for people. So who you distribution know, uh, again,
3: captive. if I worked I like for that two really strong brands, Ralph mm-hmm. Lauren and Nike, and I was still frustrated with how mm-hmm. my brand was being. Executed
2: in Macy's at retail. or where exactly. they went, exactly, were, and, and where you wanted to go,
3: exactly. And right. I said, if the powerful brands are having that problem, imagine what smaller brands are going through. And there's no platform to tell their story. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs, um, other brands that can't tell a story on a shelf, right? And so when I met with Barry the first time, I said, I think there's this huge opportunity to become a let's call it editorial programmed commerce platform Mm -hmm. that can live not just through a linear television platform, but today Mm -hmm. with the digital assets, this can be an on-demand 24 hours a day. Right. And that was the transition. And what I said was, we want to be like Food Network, DIY style, but you can actually buy the product. Right. And that's so not y- what it was. using storytelling,
2: using sto- yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, which they so, did, they moved to, that each of these products had a story behind we,
3: it. We moved to that. We moved to becoming more of an entertainment platform, mm-hmm. a surprise and delight platform. Mm-hmm. Which is where people would really, watch
2: and then be convinced by your sellers who were often very persuasive. You know, correct. Pers- it was right. mostly founders. Right.
3: You know, we became really a destination for entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who not only could tell their story live 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. but now had... Mm-hmm. a very extensive digital video platform that could also be distributed beyond that to right. the Hulu's and, you know, beyond. Right. And so we transformed the business, accelerated the growth in the business, and really became a destination for Uh, For brands and entertainment and we were one of the first businesses to ever launch our own gaming platform Mm -hmm. called HSN Arcade and the Casual Game Front.
2: Talk about the link with that. Why would you? Because people are already there being entertained. um.
3: Yeah, so... You know, I think sometimes you just really have to understand the behavior of your consumer. Mm-hmm. And we knew we had mostly women.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and there were three things she loved she loved to shop, she loved to share, she was very involved in social media, and she loved mm-hmm. to play casual games. Right. Women, uh, 30 so to 60, you know, are 65% of casual gameplay. If you've ever sat it next to anyone on an airplane, it's playing Candy Crush Saga, you know. Yeah. And so we went out, met with every one of the gaming companies and said, if she's going to do all these three things, shop, share and play, I wanted to be able to do it on our platform. Right. And we launched HSN Arcade 26 casual games, separate tab, you could win You know, points for prizes. And, you know, people who became the arcade members came three times as much, spent three times as long, and spent three times as much dollars on the network. And it became a big part of our loyalty program. Mm -hmm. Um, But like anything else, not everybody got it right away when, Mm -hmm. you know, said we were going to do it. But it ended up being a real growth vehicle for the business.
2: All right. And so you were there at HSN, took it public. What made you want to go? So, you know, I'd been there
3: over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, the delights and, of
2: working for Barry Diller.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I worked for Barry for two of them, mm-hmm. which was I'm fantastic, decent. right? Yes, um, I'm going to see him next week in yeah. Vegas. He's, you know, he's he I love really, saying that. I'm going to
2: see Barry Diller in Vegas yeah. next week. That's what I'm doing.
3: <laughs> when I bump into him, he goes, aren't you glad I let you go? You know, <laughs> meaning take the company All public. Right. Um, you think about Barry, though. I mean, you know him. Yeah. It's, uh, he is uh, uh, just the— risk-taking and boldness is the essence of transformation. Right. And, you know, there's there's no in the middle mm-hmm. with him. No. And, you know, when I said to him, this is what I think this business could be, he's like, go forth.
2: Right. Right. Yeah.
3: And he'll enable you to do it. You have to execute, but he'll enable you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were already uh, looking for a CEO and I was mm-hmm. going to Transition to chairman, but Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to do one more big thing. Right. But I knew it wasn't in retail and it wasn't in fashion. So you didn't want to go run a... No.
2: A new retail brand. And, uh, you know, I also wanted... Is there anything intriguing in retail you liked, like Stitch Fix or some other things?
3: Not really. (laughs) Um, Not when I kind of got it into my head that, you know, this change in consumers' perspective on wellness and health and... You know, I always look at businesses that have tailwinds
4: Mm
3: -hmm. um, and where's the consumer going and really saw a big shift in perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also have always loved legacy brands and brands that have had meaning to people for many years. And so, you know, when I looked at uh, Weight Watchers at the time, you know, this 55-year-old brand started by a female entrepreneur. Mm Around healthy eating to lose weight, right. and really predicated though on the power of community and right. community Which they supporting did and inspiring right. gatherings. And the reality is, those two things are still very important elements today. Mm-hmm. But I really felt that the brand not only had the permission, mm-hmm. but almost the responsibility to be more than that.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And when I started doing all my research. Uh, around this idea of where wellness is going. And we keep talking about wellness in the rarefied yeah. atmosphere. Like, you know, I was just in Italy and they, at the Global Wellness Summit, and they came out with this white paper that the global wellness economy has gone from 3.7 trillion to 4.2 trillion since 2015. And, you know, everybody's, you know, clapping for that. And we're spending all this money. But the world is getting unhealthier every Mm -hmm. single day Mm -hmm. to the point where it's in an extreme state, and if something does not change, millennials will be the most obese generation in history, right. and it's a global situation, unfortunately led by the U.S.
2: Yeah, we brought hamburgers and everywhere. yeah, French fries and hamburgers.
3: Everywhere. And so, you know, my feeling was that now you have this brand that has transformed many people's lives, mm-hmm. and when I talk to anyone whose lives had been transformed or who had such a relationship with WWE. You realize that every single person never leads with how much weight they lost. They lead with, I'm a better person, I'm a better parent, I'm living my life in a different way. Mm-hmm. And if so we it's more, could it's give, it's much bigger than that. And if right. we could give people what I call an ecosystem of support,
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know, why can't we be the brand who can start democratizing wellness and touch a lot more people mm-hmm. and aspirationally? You know, try and be a brand that empowers people to lead healthier, better lives and change the trajectory right, but the, that we're the seeing. The
2: original Weight Watchers, as it was, they had first they had been sort of the gathering places, and then you checked in, and there was the community aspect of it, right? That you go every week to a weekly meeting and have a sort of a an up with people kind of session about weight loss or stories, and that was that was those three years. And then they did go online and do a lot more of their things, but then it was sort of celebrity people who lost weight-focused kind Mm -hmm. of things, which I think is probably still an important part of marketing. But what made you attracted to it? Because it's a very old brand. It's like 55 years old is a great thing, but it's also 55 years old, and people think about weight loss in a different way now.
3: So what's incredible about it is this is a brand that has about 87% recognition, Mm -hmm. no matter where you are in the world, number one. Mm -hmm. And it's much as it was somewhat dusty, Mm -hmm. It still had incredible equity and positivity, and that's
4: mm-hmm. what
3: I thought about it mm-hmm. that if we could bring it to a new generation, and if we could touch that many more people by elevating relevance, mm-hmm. you know, becoming much more technology focused, and you know be that much more present in people's lives without losing the community and without losing the expertise in the science and the things that we do so well. That's a lot more powerful and will have a lot more impact than trying to start something right. from the ground. Of which is
2: other. I want to talk about the competitors in, in a little bit, but so you, you were attracted to the idea of taking this brand somewhere similar to what you've done at HSN like it was it was sort of an antiquated way of selling, although new, fresh at the time, doing it on television.
3: right. and it, it was a matter of saying, how do we take a very single focused business around mm-hmm. weight loss? And now give people tools for activity, mindset, give them rewards and recognition, and still empower them with community. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you look, we have about four and a half million subscribers. And All of them are attached to our digital tools and Mm -hmm. and our app, and they're engaging. And we Mm -hmm. even have a very powerful digital community. But 1.6 million of those still want to have that face-to-face interaction. Mm -hmm. And it's a matter of giving people the community they want on Mm -hmm. their terms. And yes, are we elevating and are we evolving, whether it's our digital or our physical? Of course. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to keep innovating. You have to keep evolving. But um, that community piece is never going to go away.
2: Of course not. Why would it? I mean, I'm, I, what I'm thinking of is that they weren't slow to digital things. It was they like they were, you know,
3: it's very interesting because the company was early to the dot-com right. world and they were late to the mobile party. Right. And then when they did- Meaning a Weight Watchers website? Uh, more the app. Right. And when they did, their first foray was not terrific. Mm-hmm. And now compare it today, it's almost a five-star app. It's an incredible right. platform. Um, it becomes people's daily you know, health and wellness tool. So it's a very, very different company and a very different business.
2: All right. When we get back, we're going to talk more about that. We're here with Mindy Grossman, who's the CEO of WW International, which is Weight Watchers. We'll talk about why you changed the name, which is interesting.
0: Searching for what to stream next? HBO Max is where all of HBO meets the greatest collection of movies, shows, and Max originals for everyone in the family. Discover something fresh to watch with new HBO series like Lovecraft Country from Jordan Peel, Misha Green, and J.J. Abrams, or The Undoing, starring Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant. You can also jump into a new Max original like Selena Gomez's new cooking show, Selena and Chef, or The Flight Attendant, a dark new comedic thriller starring Kaylee Cuoco. Ridley Scott's even producing a new series called Raised by Wolves. Whether you want to rewatch classic favorites or finally get into that show your friends have recommended a thousand times, HBO Max has something for everyone. Start streaming today and find your next favorite. Download the app or visit hbomax.com to start your free trial.
1: If you're an early adopter, you get that your devices and your connections need to be fast and help make your life better. But you might be forgetting one thing. Tech should be fair, too. Fairness isn't a new idea. But it is to wireless. That's where U.S. Cellular comes in. At U.S. Cellular, people come first. And that means a fast, reliable connection with no hidden requirements and no activation fees. They'll even pay you back for unused data. When you upgrade to U.S. Cellular, you upgrade to FAIR. Learn more at uscellular.com.
2: We're here with Mindy Grossman. She's the CEO of WW International, that is Weight Watchers, which has changed its name. Explain the change of name, why you changed it to WW International.
3: I think it's important to note that we've been using the WW mark for Mm -hmm. over five years. Yeah, And as much as the name has a tremendous amount of equity, Mm -hmm. it's been in the you know universe mm-hmm. for uh, 55 years, right. it's kind of a, a blessing and a curse. Sure. And it was really becoming an impediment in a world where we don't even use the word diet anymore. We don't tell people what they should weigh. We literally say to people, what does healthy mean to you? And we're so much more than just about the weight. And it was important that we reflect that in our brand. So we moved to the WW mark and we're utilizing the tagline wellness that works. And the reason why we're utilizing that, if you talk to anyone about their experience at WW and you say, why did you join? Why did you come back? The first thing people say is it works. Mm -hmm. And we've always been science led and Mm -hmm. have always had a product. That has worked. So now we're just applying that to other elements of wellness. And we're probably, if not the biggest, one of the biggest proponents of body positivity. Um, We don't dictate, it's really about what's your why. However, we've done a lot of uh, both quantitative and qualitative research. Mm-hmm. And if you ask 10,000 people, do you want to lead a healthier life, mm-hmm. 10,000 people are going to say so, yes. So the
2: concept is getting away from weight to, to wellness, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, what's important to note, though, if you ask those same 10,000 mm-hmm. people, what's the first thing you think you need to do, over 70% will say I either need to lose weight or I need to eat healthier. So mm-hmm. we're not going to abdicate. Our leadership there, Mm -hmm. we're just going to give people more than that. Right. Because you know, health doesn't have a beginning and end. It's mm-hmm. why we don't use before and after well, pictures. Death, anymore. Death. Yeah, well, death, Yeah, that's okay. true. Sorry. That's true. If you believe in afterlife, maybe yeah, you can that's come true. back. <laughs>
2: Although we'll t- we're going to talk about Silicon Valley's efforts to stop people from dying oh, and using technology to yeah. be skinny.
3: So, you know, this is just really a matter of taking the brand into its next natural evolution.
2: Okay. Let's talk about White Watcher specifically. So in, t- in order to do that, then it's not just about a calorie counting. You eat this, 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 and you had the points this, you change. It changed a lot. I don't want to get into those specifics. But what do you have to do then to do that? What's the transition for something like Weight Watchers to do that when it's not just you eat this, you log it? That's the only relationship you had with it. That that
3: was. So if you have the experience today, Mm -hmm. right, the program that was launched, or at least the eating program Mm -hmm. um, in January, which has been our most successful in the history of the company is called Mm -hmm. WW Freestyle. There is a scientific methodology. So we have one of the largest, if not the largest, food databases in the world. Mm -hmm. And we measure every single food Mm -hmm. on calories, nutrients, fats, sugars, and satiety doesn't Mm -hmm. fill you up, which is why there's over 200 foods that are zero points. Mm -hmm. And then based on who you are, um, you get a certain amount of points Mm -hmm. per day that you can have beyond that whether you want to lose weight or whether you just want to eat healthier. And it's the first time in the company's history that you can take one of those two paths. You used to have to want to lose Lose weight. So now we have a healthy habits option, as you will. But in addition to that, we now are launching FitPoints 2.0, so taking the science and applying it to activity, so recommending a certain amount of activity between strength, endurance, and intensity, and then we're just about to launch Active within our app, which is mm-hmm. Audio Fitness. Mm-hmm. We've already launched Headspace, so mm-hmm. we do our own content. Aptive
2: is a, another company that. Yes,
3: Aptive is uh, Audio Fitness. Right. Headspace is, is Mindset, Mindset and Mindfulness, right. and we're partnering with them as well as creating other mm-hmm. content. Headspace is
2: the, is the uh, meditation company.
3: Meditation and Mindset. Right. Right. So there's original content that they're creating for us, same mm-hmm. thing with Aptive. Mm-hmm. We launched the first uh, rewards and loyalty program in the company's history, mm-hmm. different than any other one. It does not reward you for spending money. Mm-hmm. It rewards you for all the efforts you take for your health. So you're
2: getting points so, for your behavior.
3: Correct. And you can redeem those points for different things, mm-hmm. um, but will also... So you're trying to, to give, give them you. a 360. Right. And community. Right. So whether it's... Connect, which is what our digital community is called. Mm-hmm. Very powerful, mm-hmm. very honest, very positive. It's one of the biggest reasons I believe our attention's at an all-time high. This is
2: online community. Correct. Mm-hmm.
3: And or the In in-person right. community. And so that's all our content, people coming together, sharing, etc. Mm-hmm. So if you now you, you sit back and where we used to just be about the food, now you have what you put in your body, how you move your body, how your mind works to support mm-hmm. all your efforts, right. your encouragement, and your community—you mm-hmm. have a complete wraparound. Right.
2: You don't have sensors yet, Mindy. We're not yet. Talk about that. We're not talking about sensors and how you. But
3: do we're it. constantly innovating, so yeah. who knows?
2: Oh, you know, uh, Google is working on a thing where you swallow a pill, and it, it is your password. But you could actually start swallowing. We'll talk about that in the next you can swallow things <laughs> to know what your body's doing right now. You know, there's Sensors. going to you know the We're going to get to that. Okay. I'm not gonna to get to it yet. Okay. So you have to like branch out from this because everyone's sort of taking a bit of you, a bit of your you know, they're in your lane essentially. First of all, there's other weight watching mm-hmm. companies, Nutrisystem I guess would be the is that correct? Yeah, you know, that's
3: a very, very different business. Right. Um, it sells it's food. a food business basically. Right. Which you
2: have. How big is that food selling? You know
3: business? what? You can eat anything mm-hmm. on WW. Mm-hmm. The, we don't make like your everyday food. Right. The food products that we make, and 100% of them, are all new launching in January Mm -hmm. because when we came out with the new purpose of the company, which Mm -hmm. is we inspire healthy habits for real life, Mm -hmm. people, families, communities, Mm -hmm. the world for everyone, Mm -hmm. and we said we're going to be a wellness company, Mm -hmm. all our products didn't live up to that. Right. So, every food product we make, which is mostly in the healthy snacks
4: Mm-hmm. Breakfast
3: food, etc., right. and it's more to support people's efforts right. and streamline it. Sure, um, we took out all artificial ingredients, preservatives, right. ever. So, so everything is launching. But Kara, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. what I've what I've said is our biggest competition is people thinking they can get healthy themselves,
2: right? Okay, and
3: they need a partner.
2: Yeah, but you have to think about the new the, the others. Like, look, so- you
3: can't ignore any competition, right? And frankly. Some of your biggest competition is the last great experience somebody right. had. You're right. you're not just looking at a single lane right. of competition. Right. So you have to know what's going on around you. You have to right. be agile and constantly right. innovating to create more and more value for what you're sure. providing people. Right. And that's
2: the only way to manage right. competition. Right. And so you have these competitors in the Weight Watch space. Then you have the comp- – in the wellness space, which is really – and some of it's just awful. Like, you know, and it's some of it's, it's, it used to be sort of stuck in magazines, right? All the wellness stuff. No, it's becoming insidious. So yeah. I, I have a page that yeah. has
3: 20 different articles on the left and 20 different articles on the right, right. each one negating
2: one another. Right. Kale is good, kale is bad, right this. Right. And I think, Kale is good. Beca- I know. Yeah. Just so you know, I'm from San Francisco, and we have to say that, but... And avocado it, toast. Yes, we started that um, awful trend.
3: <laughs> it's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. ubiquitous. yes.
2: You know, the reality
3: yes. is that people are confused, mm-hmm. and they want the truth, and we've always been science-based. There's right. nothing that we do right. in any one of those areas that is not backed by science. We have a chief scientific officer, scientific advisory board. We just created our first youth and family advisory board. And that's what we represent. And that's why we're so trusted, mm-hmm. which is more important today than ever right. before.
2: Right. Well, talk about that that growth. I mean, obviously, there was a big story in the New York Times about Goop, and, and I had Jen Gunter on, who was hysterical, funny, about... She's She's the she's the OBGYN who just wants to stop people sticking things in their vaginas, uh, especially rocks. Um, yeah, and not, definitely good. not good. Um, but he, 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 she was talking about the whole all the different health things on Goop, and 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 it has been attacking Goop for that. But they're they, they're sort of the front runner in that kind of stuff. But there's it's all it's it's ubiquitous across the internet. Weight watching, not just weight watching, health, everything else. How do you combat that? Because it's just a, it's a flood now online, and yeah. all kinds of apps that are trying to get you into those spaces? Well, I think there are... Is it news or apps or what's the So problem? I think there,
3: there, there are two issues. One is people don't know what's real and right. what's not. And for a lot of people, the shiny new object, right, is maybe the thing that'll work for them. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's rarely the case. Mm-hmm. I think the second issue that we have is wellness is becoming a little elitist.
2: Right. right. Yep. Yep.
3: And so we're trying to do two things. We're trying to be the voice of real mm-hmm. and trust. And we're trying to be more democratized. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when I'm asked, you know, who do I think the the customer could be? And I said, I'm not being flippant, but if you have a body and you <laughs> want to get healthier, um We're going to you know, talk about not We having can really soon, we but. can really be You know, your partner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've said, look, if you have Amazon for shopping and you have Netflix for entertainment and you have Spotify for music, we should be your health and wellness partner. Mm -hmm. And that's our goal. Right. And the one thing about having 55 years of trust Mm -hmm. is that you have 55 years of trust. A lot of ways,
2: I think, like Consumer Reports – Sort of they were on the forefront of this kind of thing. and with the with with they they did the reported and science-based, and then they got run over by everybody. You know what I mean? Like in terms of and yet they're, now they're trying to try to because they have a trusted brand, but it's hard to connect with millennials in that way or younger people, I guess, not just millennials. so you have you have all these fake stuff that's going on which you have to come at, and you're science- based in terms of what really works and or trying to shift. And then you also have all these gadgets everywhere. How do you look at that space? So you have, you carry a Fitbit Apple has health.
3: uh, So what's interesting, um, Apple and Fitbit are two significant partners for us. So we think about 1.3 to 1.5 million devices, Mm -hmm. unique devices a month. Mm -hmm. So that's actually complementary in our world. And for example, you know, I sync up with Apple Health. So mm-hmm. especially now that we have the rewards program, I want to make sure I'm getting all my uh, credit, my, my points. So, you know, again, I think a lot of what we're trying to accomplish, we will accomplish more effectively with partners, um, the authentic partners. And what when I say authentic, it's partners that share the same desire that we do, which is actually to help the trajectory of people's lives.
2: Right, right. But when you think about all the sort of the the, the boom in these things, and then people abandon them and stuff like that, how do you look at them as part of your strategy when you have all these... Do you look at something and think, this is not going to last? Or what do you, where do you see promise? Look, as I said before,
3: you, you have to look at everything. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone says, well, why do you need WW and you pay for it when mm-hmm. there's all these free apps? Right. And I said, how many free apps are on your phone that you've looked at once and you've never looked at again?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: People do value what they pay for. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to keep giving them more for what they're paying for. So if mm-hmm. you just look at the difference in one year,
4: mm-hmm.
3: what someone has... From us that they didn't have a year ago, it is massive uh, in terms of support, in terms of the tools they have, in terms of the information. um, And that's our desire. And if our real North Star goal, right, is to give people the tools to have the habits sustainably that are going to help them lead a healthier lives will also have the financial return on equity. and Right,
2: to keep people there. Yeah,
3: and I, I would tell you that one of the big reasons that, you know, I made the decision to join the company is, yes, I'm paid to deliver a financial return on equity, mm-hmm. but I'm very focused on delivering the human return on equity that – if we do that, both will happen.
2: I see. So when you think about with with this noise that's going out there in wellness, and there, again, you're right, it is elite. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, stuff that people that without means cannot accomplish the things that you want to do, including um, even meditation, which they're trying really hard to get it through to everybody, like in that regard. How do you look at when you have to like get customers? Because you, you want to get a subscription. Go, You have a subscription business. We have
3: a subscription. That's most business. of your business, right? That's of our business is recruitment and retention.
2: Right. And the rest is sales. You know, we
3: have products. We, you know, we have WW Cruise. We have- Cruise? You have
2: cruises?
3: Actually, yes. We have a partnership with MSC Cruises. Our fourth cruise um, just ended. We have a cruise to Cuba next year. And um, it's called WW Cruise. Think of it as a week of health and wellness on the sea. People. Love it. Wow. And, um, I was
2: forced onto a Disney cruise, and that wasn't so healthy. Yeah, I'm going to have like to do one serve of those my 7. 7. grandchild. Soft serve 24-7. You cannot resist. Just FYI. Just yeah. a big... And it's good soft. Yeah, software. I think that's in my future. Yeah, I think so. So, most of it's subscription. How do you do that in today's environment, subscription? So,
3: our model is mm-hmm. for our app. hmm Subscription. It's about nineteen ninety five. So that's the value. They're using.
2: They're interacting with your app. Twenty four
3: hours a day. Right. Nineteen ninety five a month. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the price of two smoothies. Right. And then if you also want the weekly physical interaction along with that, mm-hmm. it's about forty four ninety five. But we also launched WW Good, which is our social impact platform to help underserved communities get healthier. Mm-hmm. We launched six wellness festivals in uh, the so summer.
2: Actual events.
3: Where if you came to the wellness festival, the second you cross that threshold, you unlocked a month's worth of fresh food for a family in the community. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be expanding our efforts there around broader access where we can. You know, and when I think about it, you know, if I look at our constituency and what they'll pay for, I think they really value what we're giving them and the benefits. Um, we also saw we launched um, an invite a friend capability within our app. So if you invite a friend, you get a free month. Right, And your yeah, friend those gets those a free month. But
2: when you're in the subscription, right now in the subscription space, it's right. a really interesting thing because it's hard to get people to give them enough value for what they're getting. You know, I've, I've noticed a lot of these health, like there's Fight Camp, there's all these kind of interesting, there's a Peloton. Someone left a Peloton in my new house. Now I have one. I don't know if I want a subscription to it. But, you know, it's all based around right. that. I happen to like SoulCycle, which I overpay for. But do you have to get into that kind of thing where you provide, if you're doing all health, do you have to get into having a Weight Watchers bike or a whatever or not? No, you know,
3: we will definitely always own the science and the product around nutrition. Mm-hmm. I'm not becoming a fitness company, but mm-hmm. we will have partners where it makes sense. Because um, you're in wellness. You want the whole Exactly. Package. But I would say that the one thing that you can never, ever underestimate that is so powerful for us is community. Mm-hmm. Again, whether it's that digital community, that physical community, and even people who've achieved— their, let's call weight loss or health mm-hmm. goals, they stay because of the power of that community. And they now want to inspire other people. Mm-hmm. And we see that constantly. So our retention right now is in the high nine months. And what I've said was, you know, I hope to be talking about retention in years. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, not just months because of the value of what we're giving people, the tools and the community,
2: you know, where things are going. I spend a lot of time with Silicon Valley people and they're all whether it's food or fitness or body or wellness, they're trying to come up with technological solutions to solve our unhealthiness. Um, You know, one person I just met with was investing in a company that rids you of dead cells, sentient cells, and uh, and senescence. Um, And so if you don't have senescence, you don't die, or living very healthfully until you're 90 or 100 – Someone the other day was saying, well, you can decide whether you want to live till 20 or 500 or something like that. You know, it's a really interesting—they're all—and then there's the food stuff that's going on in possible foods. There's the idea of, um, you know, doing Soylent or uh, fasting. There's all kinds of trends and crazy things going on. And some of it's sensors all over your body so that you know—or pills that you take to get skinnier and things like that. And there's brain drugs and things like How do you look at all that when, you're, when you have Weight Watchers? It's just like, don't eat that cake. Yeah. That's essentially— I look,
3: the reality is you have to look at everything. Right. Um, I do think the place that is going to get more and more and more critical is personalization. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we're spending a lot of time and, and looking at that um, is, you know, how can you make it your WW as much as possible? Um, and, you know, we look at everything that's happening out there mm-hmm. from, you know, DNA to biometrics to, you know, what's happening oh, I Left food. out DNA
2: and biometrics, right? Haven't,
3: haven't, you know, thought about sensors in a while. <laughs> but the way we also think about it, does the science behind it tell you that if you do this, you're really going to help people be more effective? And in sure. some cases, it doesn't tell us that yet. Right. We do think, though, that personalization around behavior and the more we can identify when you're having uh, a challenge or an issue and we can help you or the more we can personalize everything from food to activity, et cetera. So that's a big body of work right, that but, we're But I want you to think on. about
2: like, even more out. Like I have like, I have said this to so many technologists. I'm like, here's what I'd like is the – like I have some sort of sensor in my body that goes, when you ate that cake, this is what happened to your sugar level. This is what happened. Put down that bagel immediately and have this Take like that. It's more like if you're wearing like Tim Cook's always trying to get me to wear the Apple Watch. I'm like, until it tells me exactly what to do, I ain't wearing that thing. Like just steps doesn't matter to me, or or you know what I mean. It doesn't. But they don't become. A lot of these fitness apps and fitness devices aren't. um, They're not prescriptive. I'd like them to be prescriptive, right? But that's what I'm talking about. P- part of that is
3: personalization, right. you know, because what may be good for me right. or what I like right. is different than what's good for you and what you like. So, right. the more that we can get it to a behavior point of view, where we're telling you something that's going to be relevant, right. or more relevant, right. instead
2: of just get up. I don't exactly. want exactly like, stop telling me to get up. That's exactly. not really. It's not. It's a really like where are we in that? I mean, you've got to be thinking about that because if you're thinking about w- wellness in general, it should be something that's actively helpful versus suggestions.
3: Well that's where we're spending a lot of time and mm-hmm. research and that's why we have a fairly sizable scientific group mm-hmm. um, to look at, but we we will not do anything unless the science specifically says it is going to perform better than what people can do today. Mm-hmm. And we see it in the in the future. And it's just a matter of when we feel that product is where we want it to
2: mm-hmm, be. Mm-hmm. That you, that people would know what, you see, to know what happens when you eat something to your body would be, to me, that's, whoever does that, that, that tells you that it's going to be next billionaire. Yeah. You know what I mean? In terms of what it does and what happened and what you need to do next.
3: And to your point, there is a lot
2: mm-hmm.
3: going on and you have to be cognizant of all that's going on, but then put it through the lens of not just your brand, but the lens of, is this what consumers are really going to want? And will it really help them Mm long-term? And is it accessible? Right. Right? Right. Because somebody could say that if you take a moonshot, you know, you'll live an extra 10 years, but Mm -hmm. it's going to cost you a million dollars. It's not really going to be very relevant. Right. Um, So the accessibility piece for us is important as well.
2: Right. So when you look at it, the broader landscape, if you're moving into health, you also sort of runs smack dab into the big companies, the very big companies we're getting. You consider them partners. But you see Google moving into it, Apple? Yeah, others. actually,
3: they're both great partners. You don't um, see them
2: moving into your... Amazon could easily move into this boy. But you he know, mar- he's in microwaves now, but he might move over to... Yeah, so,
3: so you mentioned before, you know, why a 55-year-old yeah. brand and community, I think... That, yes, are we using technology today to enable and to create more meaning? Mm -hmm. Yes. But the human-centric part of what we do and the community part of what we do, that is harder to replicate. But we're very, very clear that we just have to keep innovating and we have to be more important to people and we have to have the greatest efficacy. um, And that's why we can differentiate
2: ourselves. But they have a lot more data. Like the whole, you know, this argument just now around Facebook and others is the amount of data they have. It's only a matter of time before there, there's even more data about someone's actual body.
3: You know, we have clothing. Think about it. We have no lack of data, right? right? Behavioral data, food science data, activity, Mm -hmm. every element of, of data, and we're working diligently to be able to use that much more effectively for personalization. Mm -hmm. Just like you know, you're saying, and that's a you know, another big element of our strategy. It yeah. has to be.
2: How do you think about privacy then? Because this is the big, you know, this week, fa- the things around yeah. Facebook, really it boils down to privacy. Yeah. And we... So, and, and the use of data or the yeah. misuse of data.
3: We are obsessed uh, about privacy. and We know a lot of personal things about people's lives and health, mm-hmm. and that's a very significant responsibility. And it's at the forefront of everything we think about because if... We don't have that. We don't have a business and we don't have a brand. So it's tantamount number one to everything we think about.
2: In terms of what, what you have on people.
3: Absolutely. And you
2: think you'll have more data around them if as well, they Well, the, the more... Because you're getting to the meditate. More, the more know, tools you know. we
3: give people, the more information we have. And if we use it for good, meaning we use it so we can better personalize their experience, that's a good use of data. And, you know, I think today if you're being asked for your data and you're not communicating to me as an individual, then why am I even giving it to you? Mm-hmm. But it can't become insidious where I'm giving that data away or, you know, I'm not using it for its most effective utilization.
2: or what they asked you to use it for. Correct. Right. Are you worried about, as you move more into overall health beyond just food, you get issues around insurance, around people, you know, there's a lot of that worry about, the concept of it, the more, when I when I talk to different wellness companies, i like... Are you using that to help companies know if someone's healthy or what the...
3: Well, you know, we also have a health solutions business, Mm -hmm. um, a B2B business. Right. And, sort of you know, like
2: Thrive is doing and stuff. Like yeah. that.
3: And as much as we, you know, are launching our consumer brand mm-hmm. going into 2019, we'll also be relaunching our health solutions brand. This is going to businesses And to make what their we provide business. Mm-hmm. It's um, never
2: been a big part of Weight Watchers. It business. should be a much bigger part. It should have been. When I saw Thrive or all the others, a million yeah, of them. It should
3: be a much bigger part. And right. now, actually, we have a better opportunity. We have some great. Clients now, don't get me wrong, but it's a much bigger opportunity now that we're more of an ecosystem versus mm-hmm. kind of a, a one path. But the most important thing is to be able to give the business a dashboard on are you really making a difference in mm-hmm. the health of the employees, either mm-hmm. in reduction in absenteeism, increase in productivity, mm-hmm. healthcare costs going down. Um, and so that's a very important element that we know from the businesses we currently work with that we've performed so if we have an even better offering it should be that much more powerful
2: mm-hmm. it's interesting cuz uh, one another thing in silicon valley right now is is that you don't need food like food is kind of a thing is a waste of time which i think is interesting you know you've you know, heard that you've you know, been to these but things. you know
3: you know what people forget what? okay food is not just something that keeps you alive mm-hmm. right Food no, that's is water. But food go ahead. is community. Food is socialization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you look at our connect platform, mm-hmm. what is the number one shareable thing? Even if you look on social media, mm-hmm. right? It's food, it's Pictures. friendship, it's coming together. Right. That inherently is part of humanity. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're gonna give that up.
2: All right. So last question, when you've started to make this change, I asked this of every entrepreneur or executive, what's the thing you did that you got wrong? And where do you think with something you look at that's not Weight Watchers that you think that's really interesting what that company is doing? You can answer either in either yeah. way.
3: So, you know, when I think about when I say did wrong. I, or made a mistake. And I, I sometimes want to move so quickly
2: mm-hmm.
3: that I can underestimate the trickle-down effect when it yeah. goes through the org. So that's over the course of a career. So I'm mm-hmm. much more cognizant and focused right now on relentless prioritization right? of so what So were you we moving fast and breaking and things too, Mindy? Yeah, you know, I've been known to do yeah. that yeah. every now and, and and then. You know, and in terms of what people are, are doing, to your point, there's a lot happening in the wellness space that, you know, I think is uh, really exciting because I do think people want more personalized care, et cetera. But I don't think any one thing has broken yeah, through yet, it hasn't. and it hasn't. you know I'm hoping that either us or us partnering will be able to do that.
2: Right. One of the things that I think the thing is the pill that makes you skinny. I think that's the that is the thing.
3: So. But what we've actually been saying is healthy is to do skinny because people want uh. to define what that means for them Uh and that's really what we're seeing it's interesting
2: healthy is the new skinny all right Mindy I really appreciate it thank you so much and I'm looking forward to seeing and these start to launch in January in, uh, in this year end of the year end of the year okay it was great talking to you thanks for coming on the show this is Mindy Grossman from WW International thanks to you all for listening you can find more episodes of Recode Decode on Apple Podcasts Spotify Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and please tell a friend about the show you can follow me at Kara Swisher on Twitter Mindy where can people find you online?
3: Mindy.grossman at www.com.
2: Oh, all right. Okay. And also, and then on Twitter, you guys use Twitter and yes, Instagram. Yes, on, on and Twitter and, as well. Okay, great. Uh, now that you're done with this, go check out our other podcasts, Recode Media and Pivot. You can find those shows wherever you found this one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Recode Decode. And thanks to our editor, Joel Robbie and our producer, Eric Johnson. I'll be back here on Saturday. Tune in then.
1: HBO Max brings all of HBO to your fingertips, plus an epic list of new Max originals. Whether you're into animation, classic movies, or binge-worthy series, HBO Max's suggested collections are curated by real humans, not robots, so you find the right thing to watch every time. With thousands of options for you and the family to choose from, it's the streaming platform of your dreams. HBO Max, where HBO needs so much more. Start streaming now at hbomax.com.